Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode four of the Don't Be Ugly podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Ricky, and I'm here with my co-host, um, brother. We're just going to call him that. Yeah, I, we really hope you're not ugly by now. Um, we hope our treatment has been helping, but if it hasn't, then tune in because you will not be sorry. Yeah, actually, I want to start off this episode by like trying to relate to you guys for a little bit um, because I actually just got a rhinoplasty and um, yeah, I love the zoo, so... Have you ever thought about getting a hippoplasty or like, like an elephant plasty? Like a hippoplasty, like in my hips, like. Oh my yeah. god! Wait, no, that's what Kim Kardashian has. She has a hippoplasty. Like I just never understood why it's called rhinoplasty. No. Oh wait, because rhinos have horns, and your nose is kind of like a horn. <laughs> no. Um, is that not why? I don't. I don't know why they call it a rhinoplasty. It literally doesn't make sense. But there are <laughs> people like Kim Kardashian. She probably does have hippoplasties because, like, that's how she creates her hourglass. She has like implants on her hips. Her hip. Yeah. That's is, crazy. Why is no a butt implant called like a butt implant? Why doesn't it have like its own name? Animal. Yeah. I would say it should be called like oh a, the donkey. A donkey. Oh yeah, because a donkey is known as a butt. Hole? Isn't um, it like a butt or something? Yeah, it's known as like you know the word. Okay. Um, but remember when we realized that a ponytail, a ponytail was called a ponytail because it's a pony's tail because it looks like a pony's tail. But then I learned that people call it hair tie, but we don't do that in Ohio. People call it a hair hair tie. Yeah, you never heard that. No. I mean, it would make sense. It hold, ties your hair. So people that don't live in Ohio don't call it a ponytail no i think it's just you can use either one but i just realized that a ponytail is because you put your hair up in a pony's tail if that made any sense <laughs> which it probably doesn't well you had like ponies growing up so i'm surprised you've never yeah. realized that before well they were kind of annoying and we had to sell them and just get big horses because they weren't like grown up enough they couldn't take care of themselves like we had to pay someone to like take care of them for us so it was kind of upsetting it's weird that you had a stable growing up because you were never stable as a child you're pretty unstable for someone who has a stable. Um, a horse stable. It got burnt down, so it really was <laughs> unstable. My whole life was unstable. True. But... Wait, remember the Saddle Club girls? <gasps> <laughs> what is that noise? I know. Okay. First, okay. If you guys didn't have cable, or if you did have cable, obviously we had cable. Like, duh, like we're rich. So, um, there's a show on PBS called Saddle Club, and um, basically this is a, like a show where girls who are rich go to this horse ranch, and they ride horses together, and that's basically what my childhood was. Like, if I had to describe my show as, like, my life growing mm-hmm. up, it would be the Saddle Club, and I was a main character, Veronica, whose dad was the richest, and she had the nicest horse, and she could feed the horse it's the best food, so that's why the horse won all of the races, and everyone hated her, and a lot of people hate me because they are jealous of me and I realize that and that's fine and like I'm okay with it but you don't die a legend by being nice so Mm -hmm. that's my thought no that saddle club had like very deep messages for a PBS show like a horse would die like a horse would give birth I don't know it was really weird but like they had a lot of like life metaphors metaphors so does this podcast so does this podcast I think other good PBS shows would definitely be like Arthur no. That was a show that I really related to. Yeah. The you Simpsons. Would, you would probably. 
love Family that Guy. I always uh, my watch name that. Is as a Earl. Kid. I love that show. Okay, if you guys watched My Name Is Earl, maybe you guys are too young, but some of my older audience, you have to tell me you've seen My Name Is Earl, King of the Hill. Okay, we that should... that '70s show. <laughs> That's what I grew up with watching. That's probably why I am the way I am. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I think it's time for our next segment, right? We haven't even like finished our first segment. What's our first segment? A line segment? <laughs> a line segment. You're too smart. Do you know smart. what that is? Yeah, it's in geometry. Okay. You're too smart. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have the sound effect today. If you guys can't tell, we're actually not in our podcasting van. Can we, we are... talk about that? <laughs> you can talk about it. I'll pull well, up this voicemail. So basically, if you're watching the video form of this, we have been evicted from our podcasting van. <laughs> for a short time. Like, for a just short time. Maybe for a couple, the whole whole season. Because it turns out the guy that sold us our van actually stole it from a scrapyard. Yeah. So um, And like, that's why it wasn't running and it mm-hmm. didn't have any of the parts because he sold them all. Yeah. So the owner of the scrapyard showed up at our mansion today. Yeah. And he's like, that's not your car. Yeah. I, that got stolen from me from the scrapyard. I was just about to sell it for parts. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why did I pay... $45,000 for this van because the guy who sold it to me told me it was vintage, one of a kind, and it's like a piece of art. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, of course I'm going to buy this. That just makes sense. Mm-hmm. I am an art connoisseur. So a lot of people actually don't know that about me. Um, I myself am a walking piece of art. So I thought it just makes sense to have a nice big art collection as well. Um, yeah. So that is why we are in a different car. We are in a different car, but we are current. My attorney actually is talking to. Um, the scrapyard owner, so we're hoping that we will be able to get the van back for the next episode. Yeah, and for everyone who doesn't understand um, the joke on my YouTube channel, um, our friend Maya Turney, her name literally is Maya, and her last name is Turney. So um, she's not actually a lawyer. She never went to law school, but she can impersonate it really well, and they never question it. Yeah, because like it's not illegal if your name is Maya Turney to call yourself Maya Turney. Yeah, she didn't even take the bar. She yeah. goes to the bars every day. That's a deeper issue, but, um, yeah, her name is my attorney, but if you guys aren't watching the video version, um, I kind of like this podcasting studio a little bit better because this is a, um, one of a kind 1960s, um, Maserati. Maserati? Did they make those back then? Well, clearly. Well, clearly we're in one right now. Um, um, you, gotta, you gotta get your vision checked. Mm-hmm. It's not that clear to I you. thought you were gonna say we were in a Ford Mustang. Because that is that's my dream a car. car. I mean, that's a horse. Oh. It was. It would be weird if you got a Mustang because you keep hitting your head on the window. Whatever. It's like a small car. It's a small yeah, car. Yeah, that's why the video version is so close to our but face. But you rode Mustangs as a child. Yeah. And now you're riding Mustangs, which is a yeah. type of horse. Um, and now also, you're gonna drive one. Yeah, which like is crazy. I love. I love Mustangs. Like that is actually my dream car, a baby blue 1960s Mustang convertible, similar to the one that they had on um, Cinderella Story, and mostly because not that I relate to her. But who's her? Um, the main character. She had an evil stepmother with like annoying siblings. I don't have a stepmother. I have my mom, um, but I do have annoying siblings. Hence, brother over here. So thank you. Um, he's a favorite, and that is why um our parents are sending him to a private school. And I yep yeah. okay. So <laughs> I think it's time we move on to um our next segment, which we already introduced female. 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 Once again, if you're new here, Mm -hmm. we would call it male because we are getting voicemails from you guys. Um, If you want to leave a voicemail, follow us on Instagram at Don't Be Ugly Podcast and just literally record your voice 
and send it to us. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, we have read, we have listened to three of them. So right. thank you to the other thousands of you who have done that. Um, we will maybe get we to will, you. We will listen to your voicemails. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, we may pay someone to do it. Yeah, but... we'll ha- definitely have to pay someone to do it. This podcast is getting way too popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this this voicemail is from Zayden. Um, thank you, Zayden. Hey, Caroline. Hi. Um, I'm just a watcher of the videos, and I listen to your podcast. <laughs> um, if I have like sef- like a severe like face um, problem, I don't know how to explain it. It's just my face is so weird looking. What do I do about that? Do, it, can you help me with tips on my personality, please? Thank you. Love you. <laughs> well, can I just say one thing? Yeah. The best thing. I know this whole coronavirus pandemic is horrible for our economy, for people who are at risk, everyone. But Me, it I is can't go shopping. Right. It is good for ugly people, however, because they get to cover up their whole face with a mask. With a mask. And not even and, a face mask. Yeah, and no one questions it. Yeah. But for me, it just kind of like it's an accessory. Obviously, it serves a good purpose, but I do wear it because it kind of brings out my features. It brings out my eyes. So I guess he probably doesn't need this question answered ASAP because if he is leaving his house, it probably like he's wearing a face mask. So it doesn't even matter. So his ugliness isn't as big of a um, threat as it used to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I will say this, and I don't know if you'll agree with me on this, but I have probably not. I have given. I'm going to law school, so. Yeah. So my name is Philip and people have... No, it's brother. It is Philip when I'm not called brother. Yeah. But people have confused me for Dr. Phil, right? Yeah. So a lot of people like just... Like when they take your pictures and go, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I can't believe Dr. Phil actually had a full head of hair when mm-hmm. he was younger. Right. They yeah. think I'm the younger version of Dr. Phil. So um, a lot of people go to me for advice and I've had this question a lot. Yeah. Um, and what I usually advise people to do would be to stop talking for a while. Yeah. I would actually say that too. Do you want to elaborate before I give my two cents? I think you should give your two cents first. Okay. Um, because I'll just count it as sales tax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely agree with where you're coming from. I think you should just stop talking and wear a mask. But obviously, once coronavirus is over, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Um, but just stop talking. And then people will have to, like, admire if they if they want to stick around you. They can't like talk to you. They can't have conversations. So the only way they can interact with you or admire you is by looking at your face. Um, so that's how I think like people will become come to appreciate your beauty. Oh, I I didn't mean for him to like stop talking in gen- general. Really? I was just saying like stop talking about how um, about your flaws and start talking about your um, like political views. Maybe, no, maybe about... be like a little bit more deep. So then people will take you a little bit more seriously. Maybe you just look like a clown. I would know I did drop out of clown college, but... Carol, I'm just saying he should start talking about his, like, um, his strengths. Um, yeah, yeah, how much why do you would... bench? <laughs> Caroline, not that kind of strength. Okay. Why, um, why would you want him to stop talking completely? I still don't understand how that would help him. So, if you stop talking, like, completely, just stop interacting with people, first of all, you'll see who your true friends are, because they'll have to reach out to you. Second of all, you could pick up a new language, like sign language. That's, like, up and coming. And it's obviously been here for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, fun fact. Sorry to interrupt you. A lot okay. of so, you Just mansplain again. It's mm-hmm. fine. A lot of drivers know sign language. Why? Like, stop sign. Well, then I know yeah. sign language. Cross crossing people sign. told me i barely knew one language english mm-hmm. but i apparently know two now yeah that's amazing um, 
That's cool. But I think that he should just stop talking completely. Um, so then people will have to, like, if they want to interact with them, mm-hmm. they will have to, like, look at him and appreciate him for the way he looks. Right. And, okay, so I've so never... So then he won't be ugly anymore. Right. In their eyes. <laughs> in their eyes. You had... You stopped talking for a while when you were little, right? I, I think I remember. When? I don't know. For, like, a period of, like, a year or something, Caroline refused to talk. Yeah, why? Well... I don't remember. I have short-term memory loss. It's probably because I fell off my horse and hit my head a couple times. <laughs> Actually, that might have been the reason. <laughs> really? Because you remember our horse, um... Nancy? No, Bernard. Oh, frick. I St. Bernard sits at the top of the... You guys know that song? No, but we had a horse okay. named Bernard, and, um... Bernie. Not the... Not, this, not the guy that was running for not president. Not the president. Um, um, but he did like sand. Yeah. <laughs> but Favorite snack of choice. If you guys don't and know... And place to poop. What are you talking <laughs> guys, about? I keep going. Okay. Maybe you should stop talking okay. now. <laughs> but Bernard was like our finest groomed horse. All the saddle, I mean, all the um, stable workers loved him. Mm-hmm. And he actually won a few races. Yeah, I think you're talking and, about me. You just completely described me perfectly. I won a lot of cross-country races. People love me. Mm-hmm. And I'm the favorite. Um. Yeah, so that's actually why you grew so close to Bernard, because you saw yourself in him. Yeah. And remember that one time... We Rip brought Bernard. Um, Bernard. He was a racehorse. We brought yeah. him to um, the Indy 500. Yeah. And he was Which is like, a, yeah. um, if you guys don't know what that is, my family's been going there. We have a private booth mm-hmm. um, there. It's just like a, a place where you watch like NASCAR, like races. No, it's for horses. The Indy 500. No. Is it really? Yeah. No, I thought that was for like go like go karts and stuff. No, the Indy Five Hundred's for horse. Dad always asked me if I wanted to go with them because they were staying with like the governor of our state and watching it. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's stupid. I'm not gonna watch like men drive cars. Like if I wanted to do that, it's horses. Yeah, I I know. Yeah. I'm like, if I wanted to watch men drive cars, I would just watch James Corden and his guests on his show where they sing in the car. I'm like, right. that is more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's with horses? Yeah, it's called the Indy 500 because um, there's, there's 500, 500 horses. horses. Wait, really? Yeah. I just made that, that up. Com- no, that's why. Why is it called Indy? Um, because, uh, do you know, like, indie music? Yeah. It's very, like, um, it's very non-mainstream, oh, okay. like, indie music. So, so a lot of people don't go yeah. and watch it? So a lot of people don't go. Um, but then how do they make so much money? Why do they have 500 horses if no one's there? Well, they have a lot of donators. Okay. Right. Is dad one of them? He's like, I forget. I'm a he... donator. I I would donate my organs if I pass away. <laughs> Okay, you want a cookie? Like, cool, good for you. <laughs> I just wanted to show people how, like, if... Okay, pro tip, if you can, like, always just tell people how generous you are, just do it. Because then people will, like, appreciate you more. Mm-hmm. And they'll just think that you're so loving and caring. Like, you don't even... Not even through the actions you do, but just mm-hmm. through the way that you brag about yourself is what people right. will remember you by. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. 
With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey, I'm Jillian Clare, the host of the podcast, Thanks for Coming In. I've accumulated some pretty crazy audition stories over the past 20 years, and so have my friends. And I was like, you know what? No, not going to do this. And then Disney calls and is like, we need you to come test for the Ant-Man movies. I didn't know if my scene was going to get cut or not. Ooh, I could play that. Tune in every Thursday to hear your favorite actors tell the funniest, saddest, and most cringeworthy audition stories. Sometimes even the one that got away. Thanks for Coming In is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of generous, Ellen generous. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. It's Ellen generous. Ellen DeGeneres. Is it? No, I don't. I don't even know if that's her real name. Like his last name is DeGeneres. I don't know. Degenerate. <laughs> wow, you're yeah. roasting her big. Also, I was gonna make fun of her first name, but I don't want to offend some of our viewers or listeners, so we're just gonna avoid that joke. Um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of Ellen, where did this come from? Please explicar, poor favor. That's, the Spanish you just pulled out there was incredible. so good. It was so, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. My magician in me. I don't even know where I was going with Ellen. I just know she's in a lot of hot water recently. Why? She Is she, like, being boiled alive? <laughs> I think she has a hot tub, actually. In is she in mansion. Iceland? No. Oh, I love the, like, the lagoons there. <laughs> I went there once. The hot Sorry. springs? Yeah. You've never been there. Yeah, I have. Okay, so explain no, your sh- stance on Ellen. Sorry, I keep sh- moving my feet around. We're a little bit crammed back here in our Maserati. Right. They yeah. used they used to build cars really small. Yeah, because, like, 10 years... Um, how old is this car? 80 years ago? People mm-hmm. just... Um, they didn't grow as tall. Right. Um, yeah, we've evolved. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> So Ellen DeGeneres, people have been mad at her recently. A lot, uh, a big part of that is because of the jokes she makes on her um, show. And a lot of people think that she makes her um, guests uncomfortable. I heard it was because, like, she doesn't pay her writers enough or something. I think it's for a lot of things. She's, like, mean. I heard that her wife, um, Portia. Portia. Well, don't, if it's from that Shallon Lester lady, don't repeat it. Because if you guys know that Shallon Lester lady, not to cause drama, but like there's been a, she's been in a lot of hot water. She's one of those like publicist people who like report on drama, but her sources are like other YouTubers. So it's like, (laughs) you're really not even like, she doesn't really know what she's talking about. So if you heard it from her, just disregard it. Okay. But I've heard that like when her writers were trying to go like not on strike, but I guess they were going on strike for the writers thing. They play baseball? Thing. Yeah. I'm like, if you striked out, <laughs> no, then wait. clearly you're not good at your job. Is, is strike in baseball or in bowling? I can't remember. Strike out? That's baseball. What is it called when you, like, knock down all the pins in a bowling game? Um, That's like a turkey or something. <laughs> like the country or the food? <laughs> See, when Why I was, are you blushing? Because when I went to Turkey, it was like a beautiful country. I just love that place. Okay. I've well, never eat the animals, though. I'm a vegan. Anyway, I want to hear about these writers. Okay. Not to be confused with lefters. So she... Thank you for being inclusive. I appreciate that. Sorry, if I'm jingling, I'm, like, taking off my, like, 17 diamond carrot you, rings. You sound like Jingle Bells. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, or a song, sorry. Um, so basically, she, her writers went on strike, and then she tried to, like, said she was going to fire her main head writer if she went on strike too, but, like, you go on strike 
because you're like advocating for your employees or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she was just being mean. And she just, like, was said she was going to fire them for, like, basically standing up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And when she has guests, like, I think Nikki Tutorials, she's, like, a big YouTuber, a big beauty guru. Oh, she yeah, was on yeah. Ellen, and she said she didn't get treated as well because she wasn't, like, a celebrity. Yet her video on YouTube got... Not, like... She wasn't a mainstream celebrity. She wasn't, like, right. the Jonas Brothers. But a lot of people know who she is. Yeah, so her video got, like, three or four times more views than the Jonas Brothers, but the Jonas Brothers were treated... Better. Way better, and they had access to a bathroom while they were there at her. She studio. didn't even have access to a bathroom. Yeah, basically. That's crazy. Yeah. No. Um. Well, there's that about how she treats her guests, and a lot of people think that her jokes are some of them are offensive. To and what like, extent? Like the one time she um, put that hidden camera at this table full of free stuff, and they recorded people taking more than one item, which mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, you shouldn't do, but like you're saying, hey, here's free stuff, and Ellen and Ellen Show has a huge budget, so everyone mm-hmm. got a free item. What's the hurt if you take mm-hmm. another one? Which I guess is considered stealing, but yeah. Um, and then she blasted them on the show, mm-hmm. like played that recording, and said like these women stole. I think that's too far. <laughs> like, I I would be scared to go on, like, the Ellen show or whatever. Not that what I'd ever get invited. What would you get, get on invited. there for? No, I mean, like, in the audience. Oh, the I'd... geology bee I was in in fourth grade? What kind of rock is this? Metamorphosis. Stop making fun of me. It's okay. Last time you made fun of me, freaking my self-esteem went down the drain. You, you had That's this? why the plumber had to come, because it got clogged. Oh, that's why the plumber was here. He's mm-hmm. cute. <laughs> anyway, you were saying no, about but, like, Ellen. I would never want to be in the audience because I'd always feel be scared. To, I'd always be scared to be called out, and like, that's kind of. But there's also a line I have to draw because, like, as an influencer, I feel like you're well, an influencer. No, I'm. Well, a, I guess you kind of are. I'm an influencer to an influencer. Yeah. I'm an influence to Caroline, so that also he makes does me, influence me. That makes me an influencer by choice, um, proxy. Yeah. Um. I love that clue. <laughs> what? Isn't that proxy glue? Isn't that like a kind of glue or something? Maybe. I think anyway. you use that on oh, your epoxy. eyelash. Oh, epoxy. Epoxy glue. Okay. I use that as on my eyelashes. Yeah. That's why I don't have any anymore. I ripped them out because mm-hmm. they got stuck. But like as an influencer, I feel like, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like making jokes now is a lot riskier than it used to be. Yeah, well, I think humor even, like, 14 years ago was so much different than humor now. Mm-hmm. Like, 10 years ago, some like, even in, you see it in TV shows, stuff would fly so easily. But mm-hmm. I think, obviously, we're in more of, like, a social, like, awareness kind of era mm-hmm. in our society. And more people are more woke. Like, they're more, like, they're careful about what they say and they don't want to offend people. Mm-hmm. Which I think is good to a certain extent. Like, you don't want to hurt other people. Like, obviously, we don't want to cause harm. Mm-hmm. But... There's, like, a line, I guess, when you're even a comedian, where it's, like, you have to push that line, and that's where it's funny, but then once you cross the line, it's, like, it, it's over for you. Like, you're, you get canceled. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, like, I mean, I guess we are a comedy channel, and we do, like, sarcastic stuff, but we try to stay on the safe side. But there's a point. I'm not saying you should, like, make jokes to offend mm-hmm. people. Like, obviously, that's not the point, but a lot of your jokes can, can be taken out of context, mm-hmm. but... A lot of your viewers, if you keep making the same jokes and don't evolve or push the boundary, then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she's boring. She's not changing. Like Lily right. Singh, she did the same characters. She did the same feminist comedy, which is good to a certain extent, but then it gets boring. <laughs> but then it's like, if you push the line, then it's like, oh, you went too far. You're canceled. Right. But there's like two sides and there's no in between. And like, you know who Colleen Ballinger is, right? Do you know who she Are you asking is? them? 
Well, I'll, I'll ask you because yeah, I, I can't respond. Is. I know she is. She's also known as Miranda Sings. Hey guys, it's me, Miranda Sings. <laughs> oh my god, that came out so good. That was a good impression, dude. I want to rewatch that clip of me doing my face. Dude, True. I <laughs> I pulled that out of pocket. That was good. If you weren't that so... was that. By the way, that was her impression <laughs> yeah. that she does. If you weren't so bad at painting, I'd say you should be an impressionist. But like, I already leave impressions when I like sit on chairs and stuff. That's a different. Okay. That's a different problem. Okay. But um, Miranda sings, and we're. I guess we'll talk about cancel culture now. Okay. But um, Miranda sings was recently canceled, and I don't really have a side to this story. I'm just gonna tell you what I think. I don't. Okay. Unless there's explicit, I think there is explicit stuff. Sorry to interrupt. Explicit stuff that you can cancel someone for. Like I'm not on either side either because I don't think you can necessarily say. Like, take a specific side because both sides have wrongs to them Mm -hmm. and both sides have um, stuff you're not hearing. Like, Mm -hmm. even behind the scenes, I hear of stuff and I'm like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. that wasn't made public. Like, you can't really make a decision if you don't know those people or if you weren't in that situation yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like, in a way, it's kind of hard to, like, make a make a like Mm -hmm. assumptions if you weren't there to witness it. And like the whole Miranda Sinks thing, if they don't know. It's basically Miranda, um, she kind of formed a relationship with, like, a, maybe, like, 13 or 14-year-old yeah. this is boy. Col- okay. Yeah. This is confusing. So, if you guys don't know who she is, Colleen Ballinger plays a character on YouTube. Her name is Miranda Sings. She's, like, crazy. She has, She's a comedian. She goes on tour. People love her. And then she also has a separate channel where she makes videos as herself. So, she's Colleen, but then she also plays a character of Miranda. Anyway. Right. To clarify. Thank you. So Colleen slash Miranda formed like a relationship with one of her fans who was like a 13 or 15, 13, 13 year old at the 13 time. year old yeah. at the time. And, um, she, there, it was basically like a falling out between them. And a lot of people accused Miranda of like taking advantage of this kid. Um, Colleen, Colleen yeah. of taking advantage of this kid. I won't get into all the details. But, um, you can watch a drama channel for that. We are not a drama yeah. channel. We are drum dramatic. We are dramatic. Because we do put on a performance. But like every time. the kid made like a video on YouTube and exposed Miranda f- or Colleen for it, and all of the all the T drama channels picked it up. Which is pr- the T drama channels on YouTube, if you don't know, are pretty much the channels that report on all the gossip um, on like social media yeah, influences. Yeah, pretty much TMZ. Um, low budget TMG, TMZ. <laughs> yeah. Um, but pretty much, um, the whole internet pretty like canceled Colleen for this. And then yeah. she came back and made an apology video. Yeah. And I watched the apology vis- video and I have to say it was pretty good. You like, think it was good? I think it was good. I think she like, hit a lot of points and owned up to it because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't necessarily own up when they make apology videos mm-hmm. and they just kind of like make excuses for it. I think she owned up well, mm-hmm. but I don't want to say like, I I'm not know. saying I'm on anyone's side. I'm yeah. just saying that, um, as far as apology videos go, that was really good. She's also like 34. So I yeah. think she carried herself well mm-hmm. given the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, but I also think, okay. Sending, cause she basically sent underwear to this kid because she was on live stream on Instagram, like saying, oh, she like gives away random clothes that she doesn't wear anymore to her fans. And this one kid like wanted the underwear and he was like, oh, like I want it. Like, I think it's so funny, blah, blah, blah. His parents got the package and then they were like, why would you send this to my son? That's so weird. Mm-hmm. So we showed it off. But, like, there was also live stream video of her talking about, like, joking around with it. Mm-hmm. But I still think, like, obviously it, she was joking, but... 
it's comes to the point where it's like that that might be interpreted kind of weird mm-hmm. because you are sending underwear to like a 13 year old boy <laughs> so that's kind of weird that is pretty weird but like as i was saying before in like terms of apology videos here's how i rank them and you've never had to make one have you I might make one as a joke and, like, say I have to apologize to my mom at the end of it. Like, just, like, make, say all of this really vague stuff and then at the end be like, okay, mom, I hope you can forgive me. Like, I didn't do the dishes or something. But yeah. maybe I'll get canceled for that. You so. might get canceled. Um, but no. So, in ter- like, to make a perfect apology video, I think you need to, one, own up to your mistake or defend yourself. Because, like, remember what's her... F- that, um... One beauty influencer. What's her name? Who cried her eyes out? Laura Lee. Laura Lee. And she like spit up. Yeah, she made an apology video. I forget what she even did. I'm pretty. I much... think she said like offensive stuff on Twitter mm-hmm. like ten years ago, and mm-hmm. it resurfaced. Right. <laughs> That's a whole another conversation. But like a lot of a lot of times, people aren't remembered for the scandal themselves itself, but for the apology video they make in response. Yeah, because that's to it. they become memes. Yeah, and like that's what's spread throughout the internet. So in Laura Lee's apology video, she pretty much bawled her eyes out, and you could tell that she was fake crying. No one's gonna feel bad for you. If <laughs> like, you're fake, because yeah. it was so forced. It was so forced. Colleen didn't cry. Like did Star she? Wars, who? Force Awakens. <laughs> May the force be with you. I want to ask you one question, and I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is dying to know the answer. Well, I don't know CPR, so please don't die. Okay. Um, or you don't know how to bleach, like, dye your hair. Oh, yeah. But pretty much, I'm wondering. Perfect. Okay. Do you ever censor yourself for your YouTube channel? If not if not now, then when? <laughs> Why do you think I have to? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I usually try... I mean, yeah. Everything... <laughs> no, if you're an influencer, you have to kind of censor the way you present yourself online like obviously the way I am online I would never like I am kind of similar in person not like my character but the things that I say or stuff I've actually said and that's why they're in my video because we've thought of them Mm -hmm. um and so like all the jokes we do I always double think like would this could this be taken out of context and there's always a risk that it can be not like a risk but like people can snip a joke and be like risk such a good game." game yeah um but I don't think that, like, my type of comedy, it's mostly satire and, like, making fun. It's not like a stand-up comic like Chris D'Elia. He's not. He's straight up, like, making fun of people. We don't really make fun of people directly. And if we do, it's never something that is controversial. It's just mm-hmm. making fun of, like, rich kids, which I think we all make fun of. That's why you always use self-deprecating humor. Yeah, I'm just Because you're a rich kid. Yeah. No, um, I remember one time you had, like, an arthritis joke. We've said this, like, four times on this podcast. Yeah, she had an arthritis joke and she took it out. Yeah, there's some <laughs> jokes I'm like, oh, I should take it out, even though I think it's hilarious and it's not mm-hmm. like offensive. But I, I would, I just don't want it to come back to me. And mm-hmm. like Colleen's case in like ten years, where they're like, oh, you said this thing, and I'm like, oh shoot. But like it was okay to say in that time, but then it just became a little bit like more controversial mm-hmm. in like later years. Um, but there's always stuff that comes out with people that are in the spotlight of stuff they've done in the past. Mm -hmm. And I think like obviously addressing it and being genuine and like owning up to what you did is like the way to like, to go about it. Because if you make excuses, no one's going to like want to listen to you. You're so smart. Thank you. I didn't mean to like get too smart on for you guys. Like next episode, I'll definitely dumb it down. What's your IQ? I think it's like my mom said it was like a 46 or something. (laughs) Wow. Caroline, that's so good. Is that good? So good. Can we talk about this one thing really quick? Okay. Caroline pretty much 
can't graduate next year. Caroline didn't know you had to sign up for specific classes for her major. So she signed up for all these fun classes. Can you tell them what some of those classes Dude, were? Dude, I can read it off my report card right now. Yeah. Um, Let me... Sorry, I'm, like, making noise. Where's my phone? Oh, it's right up here. Okay. I will read you my report card. I have a 4.0 GPA. Yeah, while she's picking that up, pretty much Caroline signed up for all these fun classes to keep her GPA up, but she didn't realize because she's never met with her um, advisor. Guidance counselor. Yeah, guidance counselor. Oh, it actually is called advisor. She's never met with them, so she didn't realize that she had to take specific classes for her major. Yeah. So now you have to graduate, what, in the year 2025? Yeah, probably. And honestly, it's just money coming out of my trust fund because my parents are paying for school through the money that they're going to give me. So Mm -hmm. it's, like, not even a big deal because I feel like I did learn a lot from these classes. So the first one, Magic 101, Casting Spells. I learned a lot from that. Like what? What's your favorite spell? Wait, D-O-G? That's how you spell dog? I hate you. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, what? I like, didn't comprehend that joke. Um, Alakazam. That's like one of the one um, spells no one knows about. And yeah. what it does is it um, makes things appear. Okay, cool. So, um, home Ec 4750, dishwashing and other womenly duties. I learned how to wash dishes because I was never taught as a kid because we obviously mm-hmm. had a maid. Um, and then... My professor, on his comments, he just basically told me not to have kids. Um, <laughs> so did you fail? Yeah. No, I had got an A, but he just said that, like, I shouldn't have kids because I wouldn't be able to, like, take care of them and still perform my womenly duties in the house. <laughs> right. Um, uh, clearly. Economics, 4830. Economics of sports. I just think because I am so good at, like, sports and horses, like, horse riding, um, horse racing, that I... Um, wanted to learn a little bit more about it and the economics behind it. Um, so that's why I might do my final project in that class on um, the Indy 500 and the horse races there. Yeah, because be cool. with a small audience, um, I don't know how they would make money. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? That sounds like a pretty serious class, though. Yeah, I gotta but say. that's, once again, I pretend to be dumb, but I'm really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, History 2760, Daughters of the American Revolution. Oh. Oh, Resolution. Wait. Revolution? Revolution. That's yeah. that... Okay. I hate that. So I hated to be, that class. Yeah, to be in that class, don't you have to genetically test to be one of the daughters of the American Revolution? Yeah, and like, I wasn't. You have to link to, like... You have to take an ancestry DNA test, and if you're not um, a daughter of the American Revolution, then you can't take the class. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I... You have to be related to, like, Betsy Ross or something. Who is that? Isn't she the... Wait, isn't Betsy Ross the one who sewed the flag? Oh, I guess. Or Betty White. I forget no. her name. <laughs> oh, she, honey, she could have. She's so old at this point. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so I failed that class because I lied to get into it because I thought it would be cool to learn. Mm-hmm. I like to learn from people that are so much different than me. Mm-hmm. So um, I said that I was a daughter of the American mm-hmm. Revolution, but I'm not. Um, psychology 1290. I studied zodiac signs, obviously. Um, a lot of people think I'm a Leo or a Capricorn. Or a cancer. I don't know why you guys would think I'm a tumor. So, is that rude? Too far? Am I going to get canceled? <laughs> I don't know. You might get canceled for that oh, joke. Um, but I will say you are a Mataurus. A I'm a, a leech. Mataurus. Oh. A leech. No, um, I don't know why you said you couldn't read sign language before if you know zodiac signs. Isn't that the same, That's the different. same thing? Sign language, zodiac signs. What is a zodiac sign? What is that in sign language like? Um, well, it's a sign, isn't it? Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Like this, right? Mm-hmm. That's a different class. Uh, maybe I'll actually take sign language next semester. You should try it. 
Wizardry 1101, The Science of Harry Potter. <laughs> I read the first chapter of Harry Potter, and then I dropped the class. Uh, but I didn't even read it. I read it when I was in fifth grade, and then I took the exam, and I failed. Um, I was just going off of memory because I have a mm-hmm. good one. Antiques 1380, How to Tell a Real One. Um, how do you tell one, a real one? I, I paid someone to do my homework for that class, so mm-hmm. I can't tell you. Sculpture, Sculpting 3760. That was candle my candle making class. Um, and then my teacher basically said that I tried to use candle wax to wax my legs. In my defense, <laughs> we had to do a final project, and it was kind of like up to interpretation. It was an interpretive sculpting project. And he said if we wanted to do it live in front of the class, we could do it. And I said, why would I try to make a candle live in front of the class? Everyone's going to try to do that. So mm-hmm. I decided just to take the candle wax, pour it all over my legs, and try to rip it off. Um, Did it work? No. Um, I just burned myself and I had to go to the hospital and it was a whole lawsuit, but, um, I I have one of those. It's a blue. I love my lawsuit. In your closet? Yeah. It's hanging up there. I Uh just got it dry cleaned. Um, so yeah, he said I shouldn't do that, but you have to clarify. You have to specifically tell me that I cannot do something. You can't just Uh be vague like that. I feel like I may have confused people a little bit. (laughs) I mean, I think you confuse them because your opinion, they're not, you can keep it. Yeah, you, you know can keep it. Phrase. They're not used to you having opinions. Opinions, which is probably a good thing, because most I'm a of woman. them are no. Most of them are wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, um, when people leave mean comments on my videos, I literally just say, mm-hmm. um, "That's just your wrong opinion. Some right. opinions are better than others." Well, my problem is it's not with mean comments; it's with median and mode comments. Dude, when people yeah. literally leave median comments, I'm mm-hmm. like. Just stay in the right or the or left like, lane. Stop driving right in the middle. I know. People are like mean, median, or mode. I'm like, why can't you just be what nice? What mode? X Games mode? I know. He on X Games mode. Stop. <laughs> like mean, median, or mode. Don't do don't do any of them. Just be nice. Yeah. So or just be polite. Yeah. Or do like algebra or something. Like yeah. no one ever uses mean, median, or mode in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. My leg's getting numb. True. So are you or do you have set anything up? else to say? Um should I lead them in prayer? I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Um, well, yeah, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. Um, thank you, Zayden, for calling in. If you guys want to leave a voicemail, go ahead and do that. Um, our po- Instagram is Don't Be Ugly Podcast. DM our podcast with yeah. um, your voicemail and or also, voice female. Also, yes, voice female. And also, um, make sure you leave, like, Comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and turn on your notification. And also rate us and leave a comment. Leave some feedback on um, iTunes. But please don't like leave constructive criticism because I can't take it. So. <laughs> constructive <laughs> criticism is the time that you should take. But I, I, it's constructive, so, like a company. Uh, Dad owns one of those. Construction, yeah. yeah. Anyways, see you guys next podcast. Mwah. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.